Okay, Betsy, when you're ready, tell me what you're experiencing. I can hear episodes without commercials. It just jumps right in. Where is this happening? Apollo Plus. I can listen to hundreds of awesome shows. I see revenue, 70% floating to the creators. And now I hear bonus material, exclusives, scenes I never heard before. Okay, okay, how do we get there? I'm seeing people sign up on the Apollo app and apollopods.com. They all look so happy. That's all I got. I think that was plenty, Betsy. It was 2 a.m. in Betsy's motel room. Her eyes opened as she felt a presence near. She nervously inched her head up from her pillow. Her lamp poorly lit the space, yet it clearly revealed the dark figure she had seen many times before. Now it swirled a few feet away and spoke unintelligible whispers. You followed me here? The figure did not respond. She laid her head back down as it sank, melting through the carpet. Soon she was asleep again, dreaming about normal life. You're listening to Remote. Early in the morning, Betsy, Jasmine, and Jacob arrived separately at a diner. They sat near each other at the counter and chatted discreetly. How did you even get these photos? Who took them? I know a lot of people. Interesting people. This is Paul. He's like middle management. Moves the money and the drugs. Dangerous. Betsy grew uneasy hearing Paul's name. In the moment, she suddenly recalled his fate from a previous viewing. So, he's alive? Yeah, I saw him last night. I don't even know who this is. That isn't Crane? No, Crane's not in any of these. Really? Had my hopes up that was him. My source didn't have a name either. This guy's nobody I know. Maybe Kate will recognize him? Sending a pig. And what about this girl? Do you know what happened to her? Jacob did an extra check around the room and out of the windows. I only know she went missing. It happens all the time here. No one usually gives a shit about them because they're mostly the dregs. Are they going missing because of Crane? Or Paul? I can't say for sure. Honestly, I only know about one incident. Nothing to do with her. Her name's Diamond. I think she could still be out there, but time is of the essence. Look, Jasmine, I wish I could help, but I I got nothing else. I'm just looking to get out of here with Kate as soon as tonight. I'm going to. You're what? I'm leaving with them. But I need your help. A child has been abducted and we can find her. We're close. You said you could do one more viewing. There's a place I know of southeast of here. We can meet you there tonight. If we miss each other, then... I'll make it. I can bring Betsy after she helps me. You shouldn't stay long either. You don't want to make it under their radar. I can handle myself. Jacob laid out specifics on how they'd communicate, where they'd meet, and when.
Far off to the east, Dr. Gray drove his car swiftly up the highway. He listened to a recording from his recent stop at Betsy's apartment and noticed something familiar. Dad was a Navy SEAL. That I did not know. Dr. Gray parked at a gas station. He spent a few minutes on his laptop and then made a call. Hey, Dr. Giles, you may not recognize this number, but it's Dr. Gray, calling from the road. I sent another clip your way, hoping you could analyze it, ASAP if you could. Please. Thanks. When do I get my money? Slow down. I have it here. You get it at the end. Are you nervous? Take a breath. I don't want anyone to know I'm talking to you. No one will know. Who's in the car over there? A friend. She's helping me. I'd feel better about talking if you handed me the money. Here. Thank you. There's a group. They're called the Reptilians. Oh, fucking Jesus. Give me back my money. No, listen. They're not actual reptilians. They're real people. No one knows who they are. The hippies call them the dark ones because they wear all black and pop in and out of shadows. Nothing to do with the drug cartel? They're separate, I'm pretty sure. Okay, go on. They never speak to people, but Diamond told me she met one of them one night. The man told her he could change her life and make her a lot of money. What, prostitution or something? No, he told her she had a brilliant future. Amazing potential for humanity or something like that. What does that mean? I don't know. That's all she told me. You're leading me into a darker hole now, aren't you? (sighs) What about the brother? There's talk the cartel shot him, but there's no clear reason why they would. I think he knew, and he was trying to protect Diamond. They were very close. He may have found out who was talking to her. There's someone else you should talk to, though. I don't know how much he'd say. Who? Betsy sat in the car, waiting. She held two of Jasmine's photos in her hand, one of Diamond and one of the unknown male. Her eyes went back and forth until she dropped Diamond and focused on him. I hear a blend of foreign languages, voices. I'm in a tall room, lobby, walking through it. It's a hotel. The man is here. He's coming out of the elevator and heading toward the lounge. I'm following. I'm alongside him, and we're at the bar now. He has something between his fingers, and he dropped it in someone's drink. Trying to find him again. He's quickly weaved back into the crowd and is heading outside. There's a commotion. I think he's poisoned the man at the bar, who's now writhing on the floor. Where did the subject go? I'm going outside. I see him. He's getting in a limo. I'm inside it. He's picking up his phone. Dr. Gray, didn't I tell you not to call me? Betsy was snapped from her focus by Jasmine's return. That was interesting. More fruitful than I thought it would be. Let's get that viewing done. Maybe then we'll have time for one more stop.
It feels like I'm forgetting something. I'm sure we both left a lot behind. Right. Mm, I don't care. As Jacob drove, he glanced at Kate. She took inventory of her pills. He briefly longed for something to take the edge off, but that was followed by a heavy and deep resistance. I think it's going to be about 14, 15 hours to Salt Lake. I can drive once Betsy shows. I might sleep while we're waiting for her. Recharge a little. Whoa, what is that? Up ahead, four cars moved to block the road. Jacob slowed to a stop. He reached for his gun, holding it in his left hand out of view as a silhouette approached. Where do you two think you're going? Oh, we were just going to hit San Francisco for a couple days. Paul leaned down and looked at them both. He wasn't someone that could easily be misled. I'm getting in your car, and you're turning around and driving back to your place, okay? Sure. Get in. The caravan returned Jacob and Kate to their motel. They carried their bags and helped them unpack. Kate sat down, exhausted, stifling a ferocious urge to scream. (sighs) You know, you and Kate were in my dream last night. For some reason, I was laying on the ground and looking up at you guys. Couldn't hear what you were saying. Could only hear flames, if that makes sense. Jacob didn't know how to respond. He worried about Betsy and what she would do. Would she leave on her own or come back into town? Here's the new deal. You've both been upgraded. Crane thinks you need bodyguards. Today, I'll stay here with Kate. Jacob, your managerial presence is required at the store. Henry will drive you or drive next to you. I know you like walking. Jacob slowly left. Glancing at Kate, he worried it would be the last time they saw each other. Tell me what you're sensing when you're ready. Animal smells like a dog kennel. Numbers, white numbers over blackness. Three, nine, one, eight. Things are brightening. I'm in a small field. It's very green. It's windy. I hear water rushing nearby, faintly. A river, maybe. Can you turn around? Behind me is an old red barn, and much further back I see a water tower. Walking that direction now. Is anyone else there? No one. I'm heading down a slope. Can you make out the water tower some more? What's it look like? White, clean, maybe painted recently. Kinda see a letter T, maybe? The structure is wooden and has ladders. Hmm. Did anything change? The ground feels different. Can you describe it? Feels solid. Concrete. Is it the tunnel, maybe? Not sure. When you look down, what do you see? Hay, mostly. Some sand. I'm moving it around. I think there's something here. A hatch. Wake up. Wake up. Rise and shine. I've got an important question for you. What do you want? I want you to help me understand this picture I found on your phone. 
Kate panicked and jumped out of bed. Paul walked toward her, holding the phone up. Paxson's image was displayed. How did you unlock my phone? You sleep with your eyes open. Very creepy, by the way. You have no business looking at that. Do I not pay for this device? <laughs> Whatever. Do you know where Jacob got this picture he sent you? I don't. Give it back. As Kate lunged for her phone, Paul grabbed her arm and swung her against a table. Trash and empty bottles were strewn across the floor. <sighs> I was surprised to find little else in here. Not surprising, you don't talk to anyone. Like, you have zero friends, really. That's sad, huh? I don't know where he got the photo. I never asked him. <sighs> let's, let's go pay him a visit then. Holy shit. Kate lowered herself down toward Paul, who was motionless on the ground. She pried her phone from his hand. Jasmine parked at the Rally Point, a secluded small-town gas station. Doesn't look like they're here yet. I can wait with you. No, you need to get back and find that girl right away. Tonight. You sure you can't stay and help? I need to make sure Jacob gets out of here and home safe. Why? Complicated answer. Not certain I even understand. It's what I have to do. Yeah, that makes sense. In a Betsy kind of way. There's a little food stand inside. I think I'm gonna get something to eat and wait in there. Good luck, Jasmine. I was fortunate to meet you. Thanks, Betsy. It's been... mind-opening. I'll be tracking you down in the near future. It would be a treat to hang out under far less life-threatening circumstances. Betsy left the car and headed to the gas station as Jasmine departed, driving back to Mendocino. Inside the gas station, Betsy answered a call from a friend. Hi, Parker. How are you? Oh, peachy, but concerned. You're safe, I take it? Yeah, no worries here. Did you find him? I did. So, is he hot or not so much? <laughs> Good enough. Well, listen, I had a freakish dream last night. I watched you kill somebody out there, and the remorse was so intense. It almost felt like I did it. I don't know. I just have this feeling you're in some insane danger. I promise. I'm trying to leave as we speak. Good, good. Also, that Dr. Gray was at your apartment, snooping around. Really? When? A few nights ago. He seemed worried. And he was asking about your dad. Did he say or do anything else that stood out? Anything off? I think he was recording himself when I walked in. Maybe that's not all that weird. Headlights flashed into the storefront as a car pulled up. Okay. Thanks for looking out. I'm gonna get going here. Talk soon, okay? An old man got out of the car and entered the gas station. Betsy felt like something was wrong. She launched the game app that Jacob advised they use for messaging. Scrolling through the chat, she found a post he had placed minutes before that said, Two of us are stuck. Don't wait. Could get bloody. Betsy put her phone away and stared out into the darkness. 
<laughs> there we go. My favorite American sheriff. What took you so long? Jasmine left her vehicle and walked back toward Sheriff Rose's car. He stepped out and met her in the open. Did I ask you to get out of your car, ma'am? You know my name. You can use it. I clocked you 20 over the speed limit, okay? Did you hide evidence from the shooting of Julio? Jasmine had her phone out, recording. What kind of game are you trying to pull here, Jasmine? I have a witness who saw you pocketing at least two bullet shells after Julio was shot, before any other backup arrived. And what was this witness smoking when they hallucinated all this? Oh, good play! Everyone here is wasted and can't be trusted. A fact. Like it or not, I'm going to find out what you did. Rose slapped the phone out of Jasmine's hand. It flew 20 feet away into the grass. I had nothing to do with that boy being shot. I'd never harm a child. I don't want anyone to get hurt, including your dumbass. I do everything that I can to keep these people safe until there's nothing that I can do about it, okay? Do you understand? Do you know how hard this job is? There's only so much law here. So get out now, Jasmine. I'm warning you. If you don't, you will experience the evil here. It is unlike any you've ever read or written about, okay? Go get your phone. I'll go get your speeding ticket. Then you disappear. Back at the gas station, Betsy stood outside the door, watching two people chat as they filled the tank of an old sedan. She cleared her throat and walked toward them. They're listening, watching, around every corner it seems. Bleak. What are we supposed to even do? Pardon me, are you heading into Mendocino or the other way? We're passing through it. Do you have room for one more? 